I get a lot of questions around my events every time the photos go up. So I thought it would be fun to just share, maybe even just like pull back the curtain a little bit on how I host events, how I get people to events, and how I add value at each of these events that I create. Um, the first question is, how do I come up with ideas for events? I will tell you that I've built a business around my values. And it wasn't until I had gone to a mastermind during the pandemic, actually, in Atlanta, that I first understood what it meant to have a values-led life and a values-led business. I mean, the whole reason we become entrepreneurs is to live a life by design, not by default. And when I did this exercise, I realized that so much of what drives me as an entrepreneur, as a person, is adventure and beauty. Those are my top two values. So given that, um, my brand pillars today and the way that I drive programming for my women's leadership platform is one of three ways. I activate around arts and culture events. I activate around gastronomy, food-related events. And I drive a ton of programming by doing adventures, travel. I think that there is nothing that indelibly changes a person than pushing them out of their comfort zone, putting them in a new culture, getting a new perspective. Those women and men never come back the same people that boarded the plane at JFK. Um, so by virtue of that, I'm very vocal about this. I talk about it at networking events. I'm talking about it on my social media. And so a lot of people are referring events to me, event ideas to me. So back in January, I had taken my mastermind on a private tour of the Metropolitan Museum of Art, one of the bespoke uh, tours that I always ask for at any museum is that about women artists, because women artists are so few and far between. So I commissioned uh, Helen Lee to lead a bespoke tour of the Met talking about women artists. Now, my favorite go-to docent is Margaret. Margaret was not available, but she referred Helen to me and Helen just wowed the socks off of us. She was so animated, so passionate, such a great storyteller. She might be my new favorite docent. Um, she also demonstrates an economy of words. She's mindful of the time. Um, there's a lot of reasons why she's really great. And so anyway, when we concluded our tour back in January, she said to me, hey, Joya, you know, given your thesis of women and women's leadership, I think you would really enjoy the work of Wagechi Mutu. The new museum is doing a retrospective of her work come April 1st. Would you like for me to research it and lead that tour? And I said, yes. And now having actually seen the tour, I'm so glad I picked it because Wagechi Mutu as an artist is from Brooklyn, which is where I make my home now. She is Kenyan American. Much of her art is a nod to her heritage. I appreciate that. But most importantly, her art is dark. It's fantastical. It's grotesque. It's overwhelming. Her sculptures are 23 feet long, 860 pounds. I walked up to the third floor on uh, Saturday with my, with my group and all I could exclaim was, wow, like straight out of a Steven Spielberg movie, some of these creatures were. But she's so unapologetic and she's very firm in that she wants to spark a conversation about women, the duality of women, how fierce they can be, however they can be sensual and soft. 
Uh, she wants to represent women who are often overlooked, women of color, women who are LGBTQ. She wants to have that conversation and she does it in a very powerful way. Her medium just happens to be bronze, uh, paint, collage, magazines. Um, she, I think she really works to wow, but she's very clear on who she is and the message that she wants to share with her audience. Um, and so I have a very specific kind of conversation design that I do at all of my events. There's always the experience. I cap it at about eight women. And then afterwards, I want to know what is it about this story, about this artist that you heard that can transcend and transfer into your business? What is a challenge that you're having right now? And how can you leverage the very seven smart minds gathered around this table and crowdsource a solution? Um, so that's kind of how I ideate around events. I consume a ton of media. I read a lot. I'm always, my mind is always going with uh, event ideas. And so that's how I create events. How did I arrive at the 10 women attendees? In other words, how do I get clients? I post on social media every single day. Uh, usually every month I have a theme. Um, this month's theme was on how to build a personal brand. I think that Wagechi Mutu has a very, very powerful personal brand. I pride myself on having a powerful personal brand. And so I talked about that on social media. I publish a newsletter every week. I would say two people came through that. But I'm most powerful when I'm in a room with people. And so I would say the majority of the folks who came to my event this past Saturday came because I was at another networking event, preferably one that has a higher barrier to entry. Maybe it's a two or $300 entry fee, but I know that the quality of person that I'm seeking is going to be in those rooms. So I try very intentionally to be in those rooms as well. After people have signed up, I create a, a landing page. It's private just to the attendees, but I know that if I bail on an event, nine times out of 10, it's because I don't know who's gonna be in the room. Is this gonna be a good use of my time? So I try to really pull back the curtain on who's gonna be at the event, what are their goals right now, um, what don't they wanna have happen, and what is a challenge? And all of, the get, all of that gets published in a private landing page with everyone's LinkedIn profile so everyone can start to connect long before the event actually happens. Um, and so that's a little bit about how I get you know, eight to 10 women to each of my events. Um, how do I add value? Um, I've been a journalist first. That was my first avatar. And so I very much approach my events like a journalist. I ask everyone, you know, like I said, I, I hand out a form and I ask everybody to fill out, like, what's keeping them up at night? What's a focus right now? What do they want support around? And so I really make sure that this event, the value is built to speak to their pain points. Um, and that's why I'm very protective of that conversation design that I do after every experience. Um, today, you know, it's Monday, I'm gonna follow up with every single person because I heard them at the table. I heard that they want a PR person. I heard that they, you know, wanna figure out how to get a role in corporate citizenship. And so I'm gonna follow up with solutions, but I'm also gonna follow up with next steps. I mean, the point of these exercises is how can I also bring people into my mastermind through class of 2023, class of 2024. I'm, I'm keen to bring candidates in early um, when I start to enroll for next year. Um, and so I'm really thinking about following up and adding value to these women's lives in a way they may not be getting in other places by 
offering up the resources that I promised verbally at the table. Um, I hope this is helpful to you. If you have any questions, you can always email me at joya at joyadas.com. But that's a little peek behind how I do events.